You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. hilarious man i love the sopranos fuck it i gotta rewatch that again there's a bunch of episodes i remember watching it the first time through going like this is very early 2000 specific yeah the cell phones and the cars and shit like this is really tony wax a dude with a big mouth billy bass yeah <laughs> yeah that's funny don't you bring this fucking shit in here <laughs> they're just it's just like da da yada note for no like hey that's fucking hilarious i love at the end of that episode too at the, at the end of that episode he's fucking uh, like paulie's holding one He's like, I'm gonna put it in the, I'm gonna give it to Tone as a as a gift. And it's like, and him and Christopher are just laughing at it because yeah, it's singing like Mar- Marshall Tucker songs or something. And he's like, oh, he's gonna love it. And you're like, he's gonna kill both you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to this week's edition of the Couch Brotatoes. I'm Alex. Oi, it's Cap. Hey, Tone, I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> and before we get started on this episode, I know we've kind of brought up a few times, but hey, we record these in batches, so we're just gonna keep talking to about it but we are slowly coming to the end of our king of the hill retrospective and we've kind of discussed a few other shows we might want to do but we want to throw this out to our patreon and discord members if you guys have a show idea you want us to go through comment either in the patreon page or in discord we'll see it faster in the discord but either way let us know what you want us to do because again we're we've been doing this for close to a year now yeah. and so it's like we've been kind of doing it for our way for a year now so you know toss it to you guys what do you want us to do tell so, us a show though I can rip it apart reconstruct <laughs> <laughs> it Chris reviews movies brutally <laughs> look at this fucking punk <laughs> Chris's brutal movie review oh, yeah. oh that could be a YouTube series oh I could do it with puppets <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> No, it'd just, it'd just be uh, you, me, and Alex's puppets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like little Muppets? Yes! Oh, yeah. Oh, it would be just you as the real person, but Muppets of me and Cap, and you'd be talking for us. Oh, my like, God. Well, why do you think that, Chris? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Cap. <laughs> well, fucking A. Well, hey, you, kids. If you open your mind and get the hand out of your fucking ass, I can tell you. <laughs> I won't. Oh my god! And make like really bad crude sock puppets. Yeah, <laughs> like just put one like a hat, uh, one for me, and just some eyes, and then put like slash hair on another one for Cap. Googly eyes and shit like that. Yes. <laughs> only only deal is they have to slowly get better every episode. <laughs> they have to have like new like just uh, just a little better uh-huh. every, until until we get to like the 80th episode where it's actual Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> Where we have afforded to actually purchase like Muppet quality. And we have a studio and everything. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the one show that lifts us off. Yeah. <laughs> All we got to do is record. So when we do our one live version, murder we got- Muppet movies. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's a movie that was like that that's on Netflix yeah. now. I can't think of what it's oh, called. Oh, The Habitat Murders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that yet. I did not yet. hear good things about it. It's fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> I, 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 did not, I didn't hear good. There's a lot of people that don't like Melissa McCarthy. I could give a shit, but yeah, I, I it, it's, it's fucking one. funny. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not against it. I just, yeah. I did not, from people's comedy opinions, I uh, trusted. They were just like, wasn't good. I'm not. What I what I've been kind of uh, coining lately is I'm not an Adam Sandler comedy fan. It's a slapstick, just mm. comedy. Yeah, it was, it was Muppets jizzing and shit. Yeah. So it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that for my personal taste, that that could get a little old. But guys, it's silly string. It's hilarious. Oh yeah, it is fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of actually something hilarious, we're if you see the title, you already know we're diving into King of the Hills season seven. Still pretty solid season. Oh, yeah. There's a Still bunch of, solid. There's a bunch of gems in this. Because yeah. in the background, Cap has now finished the series. So, yeah, I'm kind of uh, on the tail end of the whole series. Uh, they start writing, you know, Family Guy sketch ideas for King of the Hill. And this yeah, season still bit. has its, uh, you know, core. Maybe more Simpsons style sketch. Yeah, yeah it's still, like, still family oriented. Exactly. Mm. Where I, th- we, I see King of the Hill leading up to this point is still its own identity as far as a oh, family yeah. dynamic Absolutely. in a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, and this very first one is Get Your Freak Off, in which Hank takes Bobby to his friend's music concert, but much to the dismay, uh, it winds up being that boy band that gets all sexual on them, and Hank thinks they're the fin- like... I call it the finger bang episode. Yeah. <laughs> because I- South Park did the exact same thing. Oh, right? yeah. No, I, I like this one because... Uh, a strong opener to the season, and it immediately reestablishes Hank's issues mm. with PDA and anything overtly yep. sexual and, and I like the but he liked the band at first didn't he he did because he thought they were good because the front I think like the front of the CD had them like in like suits and shit oh, yeah, look, these gentlemen look look like they're going to church yeah yeah, yeah. So, so Hank thought they were just a bunch of good Christian boys and he only listened to like 10 seconds of it at the little it thing was, this is catchy Bobby uh, the, he's like it reminds me of the what the four tops or yeah. some shit like that some 60s doo-wop band he was right. like oh Oh, it reminds me of that. And he like takes Bobby to the concert and like literally like a bar uh, into the bar later into the song than when he turned it off is like boom fireworks and it's like fucking Backstreet Boys. Like <laughs> oh yeah, and it's the Not whole grinding <laughs> like a preteen's grinding. Hey, look, Dad, look, I'm dancing. And he's looking at all the teenage girls around them when he's like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I, but I like this one because and near the end of it though, Hank. Because isn't this the one where later on, oh, isn't this the one where Bobby winds up going to that girl's house and it was the super progressive parents or yeah. am I or am I confusing that might be the, the two? Hotline girl, is that him? I think I might Ooh. be confusing the two. I think uh, the first uh, scenario is correct. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish I could remember because I'm trying to remember if this is the one where after that happens, uh, Hank meets up with. You know what? I think it might be. I think this is the one where after that, Hank meets up with the parents. And then they're just like, in so many words, pull the stick out of your ass, Hank. Right. And then invites Bobby over to the sleepover that winds up getting hijacked by that other teen that was trying to push things too far. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is that it? Was yeah, that, or am I confusing yeah, the I think, two I think episodes? You're right. I think you're right. And then at the end, uh, Hank takes Bobby and that chick to the old Amish farm. Yeah. And like he, Bobby gives her that quick kiss on the cheek. And he's mm. like, hey, none of that. Uh, or, and, then he's, and then they grab hands. He's like, ah, none of that either. Yep. Uh, I, guess, I guess that's fine. Yeah. And the fucking guy walks back and heathens. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, a lot happens in this episode. Yeah. Like I said, I might be confusing the two. I think you're right. Okay. Because looking at the Wikipedia, it doesn't say because the uh, the B story is uh, Peggy, Nancy, and men tried to decide who is the best looking out of Hank, Dale, Boomhauer, and Con and Bill. That was just kind of like a little small bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I forget think, who they... I think, I think they picked Hank. Oh, it what actually? That's right. It was Hank because uh, Hank swooped in. It was being like big dick dad energy and saved the sleepover. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then that's when um, uh, uh, men and what's her head? Nancy. Nancy. We're just both like you know when Hank has to come down to it. Hank, Hank showed that silent dominance thing yep. that he's good at. You know that. why? Hank fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Hank is the alpha of that entire group. Oh, yeah. And, and he's the true alpha because he's not boastful about it. He's one of those silent alphas. Because he fucks. As, as, <laughs> as the ghetto boys would say, to bring it back to Mike Judge, real gangsta ass brothers don't flex nuts because gangsta ass brothers know they got them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and that is Hank. Wu Tang. No, I thought this was a pretty good one, though. Yeah, that was a pretty solid episode. I liked it because it still showed uh, Bobby still having a bit of innocence that he wasn't willing to let go of. It's a good Hank episode, too, mm-hmm. especially with the context of uh, all the the wives, you know, doing their <laughs> rankings. Well, and also because, you know, especially in this time period, let's see, this season came out in, quit scrolling like that. Uh, <laughs> this, this season came out in uh, 2002 to 2003. So, you know, especially in this culture, you know, a and I'm not complaining about it, it's just what it was, a lot of overly sexual things were happening around that period. That was the culture, yeah, you're right. Exactly, so it was also very common for preteens to immediately fall into that and just find it cool. So for a character like Bobby to all of a sudden get thrown in the closet with that chick and be expected to make out, and he's just like... Where he's uh, the victim. Yeah, almost where... Actually, where both of them, though, were just kind of like, uh, no, we just want to move slow. This is too fast. But it is kind of weird that they're, you know, they get kind of... uh, prudish about all this even though like a few seasons before you know con connie slept over with bobby mm-hmm. and then they had the uh the party yeah 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 connie's Let's make out with tongues yeah and the, and the birthday party and the valentine's thing you know i think it may have been because it was so quick because bobby had just met that new girl yeah and, and I guess with Connie, he felt like he had kind of known her and, and had those personal hangout laugh moments to where maybe you felt comfortable enough for that. Yeah. Connie, I, Connie's, the best, like, Connie's the best friend. This girl just kind of was, it like, like you were saying, somebody. He maybe knew her for like a few weeks. Or, oh, no. It was someone he finally asked out from school. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. So he just ba- basically just met her. So I can understand him being a little well, bit more. He's got that Hank swag, man. man. Right? <laughs> I mean, because Con- Bobby grows up. Bobby Bucks. Uh, oh, oh God! What was it from the previous season? Uh, Yo, Sherry Stone Fox Cole. What up? <laughs> He's got it when he wants to. He's gonna make him laugh and make him breakfast. Oh yep, there you go. <laughs> All right, episode two: The Fat and the Furious, where Bill becomes a competitive eater. I just watched this not long ago. Yeah, yeah, it's so fucking. And then we got Kid Rock. Oh, Kid Rock and Pamela Anderson. Yeah, yeah. she does. She's the she's the uh, 
Oh, what is it? A, a hog cheerleader? Hog. Yeah. She's oh yeah, a hog yeah, yeah. Hog. <laughs> Where like Kid Rock's is uh, coming up, it's going like, "This is Come as American on, as it gets, man." Yeah, and Hank's like really pushing him too. Like Hank, Hank gets proud because it's an American sport, and he's mm-hmm. mad because the Japanese guys, man. Right. But <laughs> this is such a stupid fucking contest for like Amer- like an Amer- like people think it's like an American thing. Yeah. yeah. And I love that Khan gets involved because there's a, uh, a Laotian guy, Irrawaddy, mm. who who wins in the end. Yeah. And <laughs> the whole time they're talking to Bill and Khan just walks up. He's like, Irrawaddy is the best. He's like, he's the pride of Laos. And then at the end where Irrawaddy wins the big the whole thing, he's like, he shows up shirtless. Yeah. With like a number on his thing, with on his stomach. And he's basically that guy at a football uh-huh. game. He's like, Irrawaddy, Irrawaddy, Irrawaddy. What's up, Nova? What the fuck? <laughs> Suck that, American. <laughs> and it feels like uh, this was actually the first, because I know what you were talking about, how it feels like as the seasons progressed, uh, Chris was saying that. It felt like they were getting a little bit more bizarre with their storylines. Yeah, and it felt and, like the only like, why was Chris Rock even there other than I mean Chris Rock, <laughs> Kid Rock, Kid Rock. Why was Kid Rock even there except for Kid Rock to be there? Yeah, that's so kind of what so, it was. So yeah. they kind of played into that. Be like, is that Kid Rock? Holy cow, that's Kid Rock. Hey, He's kids, a, he, it's Kid Rock. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like the Simpsons saying, "Hey, thanks, Tony Hawk. Hey, did you see that was Tony Hawk? Hey, thanks, Tony Hawk." Basically. Kind of thing. Yeah, they don't, so, do, they don't do that a whole lot with uh, celebrities, you know, playing themselves. No, nah. usually they go incognito unless it's like that uh, festival episode where clearly you want a bunch yeah. of country music stars to yeah. guest star. Exactly. Other shows, other shows rarely do it, like Family Guy. Mm-hmm. Like they got James Wood playing James Woods. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but uh, but then like uh, Adam West playing the mayor. Yeah, uh, I love it. Fred Savage is a, yes. a Family Guy, and he plays himself, plays but he Fred also plays Savage. as Rush Limbaugh, George Bush, uh, Dick Cheney. He's like because. Fred Savage is the world's greatest actor. <laughs> That's pretty amazing, though. Yeah. But yeah, I thought this one was uh, pretty That's good. A fun one. And it feels like this was the first time we really saw well, Dale. Dale steps up and tries to. Yeah. He, he's. This is in, in the overall arc of the show. This is about the fourth or fifth time Dale's like, stop fucking doing that. Yeah. I'm trying to help you, you fat fuck. Well, I was, I was actually going to mention, it feels like the first time that he was pretty brutal to Bill. He is brutal. Mm-hmm. He is brutal because he has to be. Yeah. Because the whole thing was, you know, it, you're becoming you're becoming a greedy pig. Yeah. You know, granted, it's a contest. He's like, look, this is not for you anymore. You know, they're going to laugh at you mm-hmm. and you're going to take it hard. I think he was just looking out for his friend because he knows that Bill Bill's mentality can't take hits like Dale or Hank or yeah. even Boomhauer. Yeah. They can't take they can take criticism a certain way. Mm-hmm. He gets it. It's almost debilitating. Takes yeah. it super personal. And Dale, Cause, Dale cause does Dale, it a couple more times too. Yeah, because he does it with the um, uh, what do you call it? The, with the, the singing it was, group. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. you like, look this ridic- is a tin-headed what ass yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a tin-headed ass so there's, a Clark, there's a clark griswold style yeah rant. oh my god yeah, yeah it really is it's like a, oh wow yeah that's a good pull like yeah that. but um you know the whole thing was you know dale dale could eat bugs yeah and then everybody's like oh man he's like and for a minute i had him mm-hmm. and then he sees that one person like that's disgusting yeah that one chick is and that like, happened yeah. to Bill in the middle of the competition and that that put a bullet in him yep yep He's like, can, can, he even asked Hank. He's like, Hank, can I please stop? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of fucked up, I think. Uh, and he's like, 
Yeah. Yeah, America's good at a lot of everything. Number one in everything else. I think it's okay to be number two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Normally, I hate Bill episodes, but when Bill's taken down a peg and he finally like real like gets past his autism or whatever he has <laughs> and figures out what he did wrong, those are good episodes. <laughs> that comes out of fucking left field. I've never heard you mention that in personal time on the show. Where did you pull that one from? I don't know. <laughs> Bill has What's autism. Something's wrong hey, with man, him. Cap, man, you know what? You know how Cap is. It's like a bunch of retards playing baseball, man. Change the game. Hey, changing the, the game, game man. <laughs> oh god. And actually, uh, like, while we're kind of on the topic of that, all the B live was this was Peggy trying to hide it the whole time. Yes, yeah. I love that. He's like, hey, there's a hot dog. Here yeah, because they did not. Want and she's Bobby like, knowing. have you ever seen El Paso? <laughs> You mean to tell me there's a contest oh. for hot dog eating? This is where Peggy teaches him how to fish with his hands. Yeah. And it's weird as fuck. And then, like, at the end of the episode, they're they're fading out. And then it's fucking Bobby knee deep in a fucking stream. And he goes, Hee-yah! And he pulls his fish out of the fucking water. Yeah. And it's like, you taught him that, Peggy. Yeah. You taught him how to be a fucking manhunter. A oh, warrior. Yeah. yeah. That boy that, can oh, fucking yeah. live. That, that boy can yeah. live if he, if he gets dropped off oh, in Bobby, the woods. Bobby would be the most like doomsday prepped motherfucker. Oh, yeah, because we already saw in the... Uh, did we see it uh, uh, on the podcast yet, the uh, boot camp episode? Uh, we oh, might, yeah. I think so. We might yeah. have already done that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cotton puts them there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I know we've definitely seen it in person already. I didn't know if we talked about it on the show, but yeah, right there, he's mush. You know, yeah. he stayed in that fucking hole for that long, and he didn't break down. So yeah, he, he's fucking ready. Bobby's tough, and he can make motherfuckers laugh. Yeah, but but I was thinking about this, and he could tear them apart, tell them which piece of meat they are. <laughs> <laughs> this part's the rib. <laughs> First, I get them laughing to get the muscles contracted and pulsing, <laughs> and then I cut them. <laughs> Just breathe their mouth. Thinking about this though, just about like eating competitions in general, I don't like the ones where you have like an hour and like you can eat as much, like you know, eat as many hot dogs as you can, you know, in 30 minutes kind of shit. I think that's ridiculous. I think it would be more interesting. Mass. No, if you have say 10 hot dogs and it's who can eat them the fastest, go. Oh, Not okay. quantity, but speed. Yeah, that's when you end up with choking. <laughs> yeah, but that's I feel like I like I feel like that one would be a little bit more cool. I just don't like the whole gorging yourself mm. just to the point of you know, like who can eat more. It's no, like, yeah, like that's the, disgusting. They're both like dis- they're both disgusting. It's, it's, <laughs> you're correct. You are correct. <laughs> like, but I just feel like it would be more interesting to watch someone fucking pound 10 hot dogs well, in fucking 30 seconds than it would be just for him to just keep going and going and going. I know this is off topic, but didn't we all watch Man vs. Food too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When it was a thing. Oh, so yeah. you went to North Carolina and did the hot dog thing? I'm like, oh, really? That's your challenge? I know it. It's always I'm just like, like, I could do that. I remember, uh, I remember in Knoxville. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm a big guy, but Jesus Christ, I could, I could eat that. Was, oh, well, here's the thing is uh, the penguin. Uh, they were on diners, drive-ins, and dives. Did they have a challenge? They had a challenge. What was it? Uh, it was called the uh, it was the penguin challenge. And Do it you was eat a, a penguin? That'd be awesome. Yes. <laughs> uh, no. No, no, it was like fucking like the thing was is I made it once or twice there, and it's like by the second or third time I made it, I was looking at it going. Fuck, if I was hungry enough, I really could do it. The burger was like fucking 40, 50 bucks. And it was like, 
I want to say seven or eight patties with like buns in between each one and like cheese and all that shit and like all the fixings and like basically it had to be served you know laying down you had yeah. a big skewer going through it but it would have like pimento cheese on okay. it and you know and mm. all this other and like onion rings and all this other crap very and, North Carolina oh yeah. big time and like I said I'm looking at it kind of going like it, it would take a lot but fuck in the right day I could eat this <laughs> and also the thing is if you ate it uh, in one sitting it was free and you got a t-shirt oh shit no one did it fuck I would have done it like seriously people would leave it to mm. where the equivalent of a double burger was left shit yeah <laughs> and I'm sitting you're going to like bro you've got like two patties and a bun left do it sack up for America <laughs> you're about to save $40 yeah. <laughs> Hank Hill would be disappointed oh, it's like a steak that Bobby eats I would yes. just ate that motherfucker slammed a fucking glass on the ground another yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but on that one uh, one of my favorites from the season I think bad girl Girls, bad girls, what you gonna do? Ted Powell's coming to town to oh, make us some crack shit. cocaine <laughs> or meth. Yeah, yeah. she'll make a meth. Tip, voiced by Lucy Lou. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. God damn, Lucy Lou. <laughs> Remember, y'all would reference uh, Ted Powell a lot before I actually like sat down yeah. and finally watched okay, the Tid episode. Yeah. Ted Powell. No, Ted Powell's a bad bitch. I love this one because it was if if Khan uh, is the complete foil to Hank, then Tid Powell is the complete foil to Connie. Yeah. And that's what I really liked about it, is just seeing those stark contrasts like that. Yeah. And it was also kind of cute may not be the right word, but humorous, uh, rather, to see Bobby fall for her so oh, hard. Yeah. And, the way, yeah. and the way he even worded it is like, it's Connie, but cooler. <laughs> oh, oh! when he found out she was from California, that was over. That oh, was yeah, it. that was it. It was like, oh. Bobby's just like, I feel funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, Dan. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, I think you have what's called an Asian fetish. <laughs> I mean, hell, yeah, because uh, as we... I think discussed on one of the previous ones when Hank got to meet his uh, half brother. All of a sudden, Bobby finds a fucking girlfriend in he's Japan. Got that, he's got that finish like yep. uh, like his grandpa does. Yeah. Right. Skips a generation, I guess. Checks mm. out checks out men every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all up in that rice patty. <laughs> men. Oh, there's only one man. <laughs> Dude, fucking Khan fucks me a lot too in the show. I've noticed. Oh, yeah. He's like, we have Heidi getting her back. Bex. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's where those abs are coming from. Yeah. <laughs> but I dug this one because uh, keeping with kind of continuity, which they also kind of abandoned in the later seasons, just kind of going for more serialized, compact into one episode kind of storylines. Uh, Bobby and Connie aren't together on this anymore, and they're kind of on the outs, mainly because of Tid Powell. But mm -hmm. how, still by the end, because, you know, spoiler alert, uh, Bobby gets wrapped into, you know, doing the... Accidentally making meth. Yeah, yeah. In school, in front of a cop. Candy. Yeah, candy. Oh, we're going to make candy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what we're going to do, Jack. <laughs> yeah. That's what they should have brought back the Jack part. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Jack. That's what I like. I like the way you talk, Jack. And, but Connie winds up yeah, saving thanks. the day by basically blowing that shit up with a potato cannon. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. And it's just like, prove it wasn't, and yo. Love, yeah, prove it wasn't, yo. That's what I love. And, and at the same time, I'm also sitting here going, and I'm like, and then like, hard cut to like Connie in the principal's office with that cop and he's just like 
I am a police officer. I'm not going to lie about you. You shot the fucking thing with a potato cannon. Discrimination. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> no, I like the hard cut to fucking 10 pound fucking Wyoming. Yeah, shoveling shit. Shoveling shit. <laughs> he's like, you fuck this up. You go back to grandma and Laos. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, I don't, want, I don't want to go back to Laos. You get out there then. Mm-hmm. You want to be a landlocked country in Southeast Asia? Sure. <laughs> Then probably the, one of the most deplorable Peggy episodes, Goodbye Normal Jeans. Yeah. Yep. This is the one where Peggy becomes jealous of Bobby when he starts taking home yeah. at class. Well, because he becomes like the fucking Martha Stewart well, start, overnight. Start, yeah, this was the cooking episode with the, uh, uh, with well, the turkey. This is all Peggy's fault. This was a uh, shop, right? This wasn't um No, no, no this no, is where, where he takes home Mick. This is when oh yeah, this is when Hank kind of freaks out at first. Like, what? What yeah. the fuck are you taking? Yeah, th- this like, is this is the first time when he comes into the isn't it oh no no no. Isn't it the first time when he goes in there he's like, There better be a naked cheerleader mm-hmm. under your yeah. bed. Okay, yep. yeah, that's what that was. No, because uh, the helmet teacher has it out for him. Yep. And she puts all these stains on there. And he's like, Dad, I'm going to fail whole mech. He's like, well, that's okay. Yeah. Boys aren't meant to pass that fucking class. <laughs> yeah. And but then he finds out, like, oh, he repaired his jeans. Cause well, I- because Peggy threw bleach, yes. ammonia, uh, like basic laundry detergent, and hot water on that fucking dress. Yeah, saying, oh, this is how you get rid of stains, Bobby. And then Hank's jeans, thanks is Thanksgiving jeans mm-hmm. were in the goddamn wash and she fucked them up. <laughs> and then I love the Hank. He's like, I can't cut the turkey looking like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you dumb bitch. <laughs> like, Hank, you have like 70 fucking pairs of jeans. I know yeah. you do. You <laughs> All the same color, same, same brand. Same wear. Yeah. And this isn't the same one Because he worked uh, at Jeans West. Yep. And this isn't the same one where uh, Bobby learns how to cook better yeah, than Peggy too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because uh, there's, a, there's it starts a part- off. It starts off with Peggy uh, doing the um, uh, cornucopia thing. Yeah. The centerpiece, and it's like a bunch of like twigs, bird, like bird's nest. It's like he's like, damn, it's like fried cereal or whatever. Yeah. Like, he's like, Peggy, that's got mites on it. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> but no, he like he bonds with Bobby over like equipment and stuff, yep. which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I had the the. The later the uh, the teacher helped me with the jeans, and he's like, "Is that my sander?" And he's got like a little portable sander, mm-hmm. and he's sanding, and he's just like, "Huh, I can well, feel yeah. the fibers loosening." Yeah, hey Peggy, check this out. Yeah, and like the whole time she's just like getting angrier and angrier, mm-hmm. and she gets that fucking weird ass hairdo. Yes, because she starts seeing this, who this she what, thinks is her gay barber. Yeah, and what what I love is he tells her to go sleep in Bobby's room. Because her hair is fucking has a smell to it. Yes, like, like yeah, she comes home. She's trying. She's like all over Hank, and he's just like, "I'm sorry, Peggy. It's like your your hair. It's like that new car smell." Yeah. And then later on, he's like, "I'm sorry, I lied. I like new car smell. That's just bad." Yeah. Well, he's like, "Hey, do you hear that?" He gets up in the middle of the night. He's like, "I thought I heard an upholstery cleaner." Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Of course, you know the fucking noise of a person. You fucking weird fucker." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like he hangs out, he hangs out in Hank's room. Yeah, and that's when you find out they they sleep on double beds. Yes, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. But if you don't know what that's for, yeah, yeah. But like it's so fucking funny. <laughs> they <literally laughs> sleep on double beds. Just the just the uh, old school Southern Christian thing. My grand my great grandparents slept on double beds because uh, my great grandpa still worked. My grand my grandma and grandpa did too. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he would get up and go to work and he didn't want to wake her up. Yep. Yeah, and it would keep the... And plus, also, 
Hell, I'm I'm still not opposed to that today because I personally like a softer mattress. Yeah. And I know people prefer a firm mattress, yeah. but I like a mattress I can like sink into. So it's just like, shit, yeah, I'll just do a double fucking bed. I'll keep my fucking cushy, soft ass mattress. You can sleep on a rock on the But they, fuck. They, they, they fucking uh, basically have a camp out in the fucking bedroom. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, well, Bobby made some stuff. Mm hmm. You know, it's better than that. Oh, bullshit. yeah, Jiffy Pop. Yeah, he's like, better than your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> they got yeah, the Teddy Trays. Steal the fucking turkey, turkey and, and everything else. <sighs> and yeah. it, it came close to Hank saying, It's not your cooking, pig. It's not the way you keep house. I love you, pig. And uh, he's first saying, and I fuck you, you dumb bitch. I'm not, that's my son, you dumb bitch. It's like, I don't just fuck you, Peggy. I make love to you. Like every fucking episode. In public. I'm about to find fuck up later. that hairdo, girl. <laughs> and then you hear Dale and Boomhauer, and, and Boomhauer's like, dang old Hank, man. Dang old Hank fucks, man. <laughs> yeah, so again, just... That, that's, all, that, that's all I take away from this entire show, Hank fucks. Yes. <laughs> so it's, it's, just, it's just hard for me to... I like this episode, but it just it reaffirms everything I don't like about Peggy. And especially because she tried stealing the turkey to take it to her hairdresser's house, who she thought was just going to be spending you know, Thanksgiving alone, but come to find out he was married to a woman with a fucking kid. Yeah. Oh, it was just rather eccentric. Oh, you have a beautiful family. Yeah, yeah, she's like starts sobbing and everything, and he's just like, uh, yeah. Hey, come you and get need your to go. Wife. Yeah. <laughs> he comes like, there's, there's just been several moments in this entire series where it's like Peggy is the crazy person and needs to be put away. This is one of them. Yeah. yeah. So after that was Dances with Dogs. Oh, Ladybird. Oh, Ladybird and and Puppy. Oh, Doggy. Yeah, Doggy. That's a uh, men, men and Connie's dog. Was, yes, Doggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they yeah, find that. Then they find out about uh, dog dancing on TV or is it? No, some- no. Uh, Hank, uh, Hank and Peggy left. They get mm-hmm. ice cream because they don't like the store bought stuff. Yeah. And uh, and as soon as they leave, Bobby starts putting on some Hank Williams or whatever. Yep, and starts dancing with Lady Bird. And yeah, Hank comes home. He's like, none of that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I love the reason for them having to come home early because they, they leave and uh, oh, I forget where I think they. He's did like, see, no, honey, no. I think no they pig. saw it. I saw him put his whole hand in the in the pink berry. Yeah, <laughs> that just turned me off. <laughs> yeah, that was going. But then, like, if Hank freaks out at first because he's just like, you know, that's not good, you know, for Lady Bird, this, that, and the other. But, much like Hank, he winds up <laughs> yeah, falling into it and doing it. Suckers into He just caves under and anything gets, Bobby then does. Then he gets competitive with Bobby because he's using the neighbor's dog. Uh, yeah. Which is fucking hilarious. He's and like, of course, and Bobby's getting competitive. He's like, we're going to beat you, old man. <laughs> and, and then Bill, of course, wanting to be part of things, tries getting gets a Rottweiler. Gets fucking swindled by the guys at the pet place yeah. or at the uh, dog pound. Uh-huh. He's like, are Rottweilers good for dancing? He's like, yeah, yeah. They're great for fucking dancing. <laughs> yeah, man. He's got a fucking muscle on, dude. It's like, <laughs> that dog is meant to attack people who, who go through a junkyard. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'll make you move. Yeah, yeah and we basically fill it. When he does that scream. You'll be on your feet. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, we basically just talk about Bill's entire B plot in one go. It's like, because all it was is just constant cutaways to like him in the living room trying different ways to dance with this fucking dog. At first, he's like, okay. He just slowly removes the muzzle and all of a sudden just 
and then attacks him and like a different one and then later on he's like well maybe he didn't like that music he like puts on a different song and then like leaves the muzzle on and like tries dancing with him and all that other shit he he does that with people as we find out uh, later on too (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was a little fucking weird yeah Bill's monster yeah but eventually leading up to a big old dance off and what uh, Bobby gets like what third place and Hank ends up winning no, Hank doesn't place. Oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, Bill's dog gets loose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bill's he dog takes gets the muzzle, loose. He has to take the muzzle off because they told him to. Yeah. If fucking dog freaks out. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, was... but, the, but the lead into that was the dog trapping Bill in the uh, uh, bathroom. Yeah. And yeah. Bill knocking the sleeping pills off. And, and then it was just like, oh, he's sleeping. Wonder what he's dreaming about. And it, like, goes into his, like, mind. And it's like him just ripping Bill to fucking shreds. Yeah, it is a killing machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so a rather bizarre one. But I've, for some reason, it still felt relevant at the time of watching it. I guess that's when dog shows and like dog like centric TV things were the popular. Maybe dog shows and uh, two thousand two, two thousand three. I think uh, the movie was Best in Vick? Show was around this time. Uh, Michael, yeah, the Michael Vick thing with the pit bulls. I didn't really obviously uh, do more recent. Damn, but yeah, that, that would probably would have been around the same time. Yeah, but yeah, the dog show thing was definitely a thing at that time period. My mom watched oh, yeah. all that shit too. I, uh, I worked with the guy that who made who bred dogs and stuff, man. And probably a, uh, and probably a, a follow up. Wild world, yeah. Probably but, a follow up to my other favorite episode in the season is uh, episode six, "The Sun Also Roses." Oh God, this is Michael Clark Duncan. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I read the synopsis of this, of, uh, this one. This isn't as memorable this to is me the for Rose, some reason. Rose, Rose competition. Oh yeah, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. R.I.P. Michael Clark. But yeah. Uh, but no, I love this one because the two fucking stoner dudes that get wrapped into it. Yeah, man. Wabi Sabi, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lao Tzu lived in a tent full of straw. Ate <laughs> <Hey>, rice. <Yeah. laughs> Jeez. I love that shit. But I love, I love Michael Clark. Yeah. Duncan's intensity. Yes. You don't understand. You can't just come up. You can't just come in this fucking Lee like some pansy, like some pansy ass kid. Nah. And here. Feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. Things are cut. You know, it's like, <laughs> whoa, bro. Whoa. And I love the way he talks like to other people. Yeah. He's like, he's got that rose. He's like, it's a like a St. Augustine mixed with a, with a, uh, something else. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. I call it a dainty best, my dear. Uh-huh. And it's like, God damn, even the fairy shit sounds raw. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Is this another one where uh, Hank, freaks out because bobby's into gardening at first well at first yeah at because first. um he misses something um he had to do it was like a football practice or something towel manager towel yeah that hey, bobby, bobby was all upset about it bobby was the towel manager and, and no he one fucked it up and no one was more upset than dale the yep. former towel manager like, i don't know what I hank i don't know what i'm gonna do when i see your boy uh-huh. <laughs> It's like motherfucker, please. Bobby could kick your ass. <laughs> I, know, I just wanted to turn around. I just wanted like Hank to turn around to Dale, and be like, "You're gonna do nothing to my son." Yeah. <laughs> or no, he didn't have to say that. He's like, "What did you say?" Yeah, and like, yeet. <laughs> and then he, then yep. he yeet himself off the fucking stairs. <laughs> but no, nah, he he, uh, he was gardening inside the um, closet because mm-hmm. he bought because he he saw men play, fucking with the roses. Yep. And like Mian is fucking insane. She uses it as a cathartic thing. Yeah. She's like taking something beautiful and snipping it. Yeah, That's yeah, what she's it. like Morticia. She'll fucking take a rose and snip the head off. Yep. She's like, I do this to keep myself calm. And it's just like, 
holy shit, bitch. Is your whole house filled with mental illness? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Con's manic depressive. Yeah. <laughs> she's psychotic. Connie's supposedly developing a mental illness. Yeah. And she's a genius. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. And it's always the fucking super intelligent ones that fuck it up for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> but no, she, he just gets really into it. And Hank being, <laughs> Hank finding out that it's a competition kicks on the competitive competitive attitude and, yep. and he takes Bobby, over you too gotta, far. he takes it too far bobby you gotta win yeah mm-hmm. he's like dad what if we turn it just a little bit so it's kind of off center he's like nah your book says this way and then they get in the argument they put it in a bong for fuck's sake and like, <laughs> <laughs> and like he knocks it over he's like bobby now i have to remove interior petals uh-huh. he's like uh, flower tweezers. Uh-huh. And like he has a toolbox. Yeah, it's roses. like a surgeon bit. And he's just like, shh. Of course, he's, t- <laughs> he's going to have a toolbox for roses. And the thing was, too, is the judge went, it's a perfect rose except for oh, that. You removed interior petals. Yep. <laughs> interior petals are missing. I'm sorry. Immediately disqualified. And it's oh, just like, my dad told me to call me a failure. Uh, <laughs> and he was right. <laughs> That's two fucking stoners. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So. What about Wabi Sabi? <laughs> Wabi Sabi. I'm saying, I can't believe y'all remember the exact uh, rose setting. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, because it's so, like, there's certain parts in the show, when you, especially when you have special guests and they have, like, the weirdest fucking talking points. Yes. And I always remember that shit. Oh, yeah. And, and this is just a little preview, guys, because Cap's already wrapped up here. Uh, we're going to do a 1v1 trivia off for King of the Hill at some point, either at the end of this or somewhere in the middle to break it up again, like what we did our little special uh few episodes ago yeah i'm all well, wrapped up and uh mm-hmm. i'm gonna challenge uh chris morrison just for funsies oh yeah that that'll be fun you need to do uh the uh, the was it uh rainbow two where he's all tied up at the fucking rather russians and he has to call the backup he you can hear the like it's thundering and lightning outside and he grabs the mic <laughs> you can hear the bolts creaking his fucking ears gap i'm coming for you <laughs> <laughs> and that's it it's like we'll the end of a trailer yeah we'll do that cap I'm coming for you we gotta like cut promos and shit yeah. like that bump on a can't see me <laughs> uh, after that we got a Texas Skill Saw Massacre where Dale gets his damn finger cut off because he built a friendship tube between the houses and yes. this has the most homosexual joke it's so fucking funny because all right so he builds a he builds a friendship tube between mm-hmm. the houses it cuts out the fucking subfloor of his house friendship yeah. tube already just sounds yeah. <laughs> and here's why it's funny because hey can now- see my friendship tube gross oh, that's <laughs> disgusting Ew. lewd uh, <laughs> but uh hank's house becomes condemned he can't live in it yeah so he has to stay with dale he comes back onto to the uh, to his house because he's fixing his own house. Because he didn't want to hire any help for he it. Want, mm-hmm. He didn't want to help because he, he can't do it himself, guy. Well, he's cutting with the skill saw, and the whole fucking time Dale is like, "You're cutting it wrong. You're cutting it wrong. You're on the wrong side of the line. Wrong side. Zip. Yep. And cuts off his fucking finger. And he's like, "Uh." And then they go to the hospital. Yeah. Here's the problem. Like, he takes Dale to the hospital, and here comes Dale with his fingers sewed back on. Yeah. But it's wrapped up. He's in a wheelchair, and there's a little metal arm on the wheelchair with his cigarette. Yes. He's coming out of the fucking hospital. <laughs> and he's not freaking out about that. Well, uh, he's like, 
I want him arrested. He's like, Dale, it was an accident. No, you wanted to fill my friendship uh, friendship hole with concrete, so because no one, you didn't want no one else to use it. <laughs> and it's like, and then it's the the two cops talking. He's like, and the two cops are writing this down. He's like. Mm, it's always the pretty one. <laughs> and I'm just like, that is fucking hilarious. It's so I subtle. I that one. Because they thought, they thought, hey, Cadell, we're a gay couple. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, you wanted to fill my friendship hole with fucking concrete so no one else would get in there. <laughs> but I like this one because, because this is one where I... Uh, anger Hank management. To, yeah, anger management. Uh, and he has to... That winds up being one of your favorite outburst Hank moments. Oh, yeah. Because at that point, because everyone... Get the fuck out. Get out of the goddamn... Ho! <laughs> because basically everyone around him is just using him like a doormat yeah. because you can't get Hank mad. Or, or like gonna... well, they also got that fucking tape measure. He's like, 90 feet, Hank, 90 mm-hmm. feet. Yeah. And he's just like, and he kicks the tape measure and it goes, and it hits Bill in the fucking nuts. <laughs> he's like, he's out of control. <laughs> He's out of control. <laughs> I gotta rewatch this. Now the that beast. Oh, now that I've uh, the beast through with the series, I'm gonna have to make a list. Yeah, of, like, the, once oh, you remember who's, uh, who's in anger management with him? Um, I see the dude's face, like the dude actor. Oh, actual oh, oh, oh there's, face. there's a guy who makes dollhouse furniture. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but uh, the whole thing was Hank. Hank was you know upset that he might die angry, mm-hmm. but. That guy died on his property, remember? Yes. <laughs> but at the end, Hank gets a, a certificate for passing anger management, so now he can get back on his property. But right after that, it was Chuck Mangione getting his <laughs> anger thing. He's like, Chick Mangione? I ain't no chick. Wham! <laughs> gets that dude in the fucking face. Chuck Mangione still hangs around through the, the entire oh, yeah, series, too. The, he, the, he shows up later on. Yeah. 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 He's on the last Bob, the big, in my opinion, the better uh, ender. Yeah. Yeah, that moment's hilarious. He's too. a mainstay, and uh, but yeah. So basically, just, everyone's running all over Hank, but Hank knows that fucking hole's gonna collapse if that. You fucking heard the gar- it, uh, garbage man said to him? Uh, it was something very. The garbage flippant. truck was coming, and like they're under the fucking yeah, road. And Hank gets them to stop for a second. He's like, "Man, look, man, my friends, they're they built a fucking hole." He's <gasps> oh like, shit! Yeah, I was like you, you two, man, drinking alone in the alley. Get it together. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> you fucking prick. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good one. And then, uh, honestly, after this, there was a lot of controversy with this episode. Mm. Pig, uh, pig, pig Malayan? No, you skipped one. Did I? Oh, Full Metal Dust Jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Mm. Uh, no, that was a funny one. Sorry. I didn't mean to skip that one. Yeah, after that Full Metal oh, Dust yeah. Jacket. Uh, yeah, where Peggy Which, takes over the bookstore. And then turns it into a gun store. <laughs> right? It's a combination. Yeah. yeah. Combina- no, no. Buy a book and get a free gun. Fuck your Taco Bell KFC. Which, which, <laughs> in a way, skirts gun laws perfectly. Right. Because in Georgia, you could go to, uh, there was a bank uh, that you could go to in Georgia. Uh, if you open an account, you got a free gun. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was like a rifle, like a 1022 or something. Ah, damn. Like, Badass. Was it, how, long, how long has that been? Or when did that uh, get eradicated? Like uh, 60s or 70s. No, 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 no. It was about 2000. Four, I was wondering if it was that recent. Yeah, Damn. So, yeah, man. It's like, I'm still going after Columbine, baby. <laughs> Fuck. Shit. Brady Bill's Thank still going. <laughs> but yeah, go to the bank. Come on, man. Get you a checking account. Only $25. <laughs> Even sounded like uh, Buck Strickland. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, old top. <laughs> but yeah, this was a great one because uh, essentially that it falls right back into right it's into a Peggy Peggy's Dale episode. It was Peggy's erratic behavior too that yep. buys the fucking bookstore. Yeah, she owns a bookstore that's like six thousand dollars a month. Yeah, 
Yeah. So and even Hank's like, Peggy, like, that, what? That's, that, that, that's like like 10 times our goddamn mortgage, you dumb bitch. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, how are you going to afford this? And then Dale, like, they never bring it back up again. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming they either bought themselves out or sold the building. Yeah. But damn, they, they had it going there for a minute. Because at first, it's I was like, going to say, I forget the wrap up. Uh, oh, no. Um, okay. So the whole point of buying the book club was to run a book club. Yeah. She gets kind of pedal like they read a book that's constant in the series called a pedal for onions mm. or some shit yeah a field of onions up. or some shit and hank legitimately read the fucking book yeah because he's going to a book club mm-hmm. well this place isn't really a book club it's a place to bitch and moan and drink and peggy didn't read the book either yeah okay. oh yeah and they keep coming in and taking free books yeah and uh they shoot the books mm-hmm. and uh one guy one big biker looking motherfucker he's like hey uh do you have the second book and she's like well it's not as thick as the other one he's like no we no i really read it It kind of made me sad and they were reading like (laughs) little women yeah they were reading little women at the end because now it's a bunch of fucking gun dudes Uh having a book i remember that now yeah he's like he's like how is that a metaphor mad dog (laughs) Huh? <laughs> how is that a metaphor it's real and it's like oh my god like they're having like a it's a centric fucking talk about books that they shoot because <laughs> what they'll do is they'll read the book and shoot the motherfucker yeah it's like some fucked oh, up god, like, yeah i remember how now. is the lighthouse a metaphor for her life <laughs> and it's just like god damn it mad dog <laughs> Is this the one where uh, Peggy, like... No, wait, there's another motorcycle episode in this mm-hmm. season. Never mind. We'll get yeah, to that with, one. Uh, fuck, I forget who it is. Uh, Jennifer Aniston yeah. and somebody else. Yeah. yeah, the anniversary one, I think yeah. it was. That's what I'm thinking That's of. my old lady. <laughs> yep. But yeah, th- this episode, though, I-, I don't know how to fucking pronounce the title. Pygmalion. P- Pygmalion. Yeah, this one wound up having a little bit of a uh, controversy. Yeah, because the guy dies in it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, th- there are some alternate cuts. So, yeah, this was a- with Michael Keaton... Bad guy. Trip Larson. Yeah, bad guy. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. And she, I love Luwea when she goes to move in with a motherfucker. And she's like... Uh, well, because it starts out, Hank's trying to set her up with a date. Well, that, and none that, of it's going good. She winds this up... This is also uh, with a date, but it's also uh, Peggy's fault. Yeah. Because they go to the like the steakhouse, and she's having... Luann's struggling. Mm-hmm. And Peggy ends up getting her fired. Yep. And it's like, God damn, you bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, so the the reason it wound up getting so like so, so, so here here was the big controversy in it. So it was a Halloween episode, of course, mm-hmm. and of it, it was probably the most unsettling King of the Hill episode it is, yet because it it's very psychological. Yeah, it's a psychological horror, mm-hmm. and it's very it, it's like a Stephen King story almost. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty, it is for a King of the Hill narrative. Yeah, it's pretty intense, but I, I love it so much. It's fucking hilarious. oh, it's great, and. Uh, the way of playing the dumbass is, is so good. Yeah, and she, and she gets like absolutely gaslit and you know mind mind brain her naivete shows. <laughs> oh god, big time! And 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 Hank is completely uh, bewildered by it because the guy just keeps talking about meats. He's like, well, Hank, well, Hank loves it. Uh, and Hank's, Hank's like, you know, uh, um, a man that knows his meats like that can't necessarily be that bad, Peggy. You yeah. know, but it's, Peggy, it's one of the few times her bullshit radar was always going off. Well, he almost kills Hank. Yeah. In the hot air balloon. Uh-huh. He and he's like, he's, he's yanking on the court, talking to Peggy. Well, Peggy, mm-hmm. if you just chill the fuck out. And he starts, <laughs> she starts yanking at that court. And she's telling him the next, like, that night, he's like, he almost killed you. 
Oh, pig. Yeah. It's a hot air balloon. You don't know what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then and you hear a... Boom. And then they walk outside. There's a fucking headless pig on the fucking steps. Yeah. And it's like too peggy. And like Hank's not freaked out at all. He's like, huh. Well, that's mighty nice of him. Even Dale and Boomer are like, that's a nice pig, man. You're going to cook that yeah. up? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and Peggy's like, do you not see this as a threat? He goes, no, this is like a, a couple hundred dollars worth of meat, This Peggy. is a gift, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just kind of, uh, you know. But makes- for its dark tone and everything like that, it was actually removed from syndication mm-hmm. for years. This is, this is one of the ones that they don't play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where they kind of had like a super villain and something yeah, like basically. that, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they really did. a rich did. villain. Yeah. And, and he and he really just went psychotic in the end. And yeah. I forget what it was. It was it he gets never. Le- he gets intellectually shocked. Well, yeah, I, I was gonna say I know that, but I was gonna say it never aired. But the original version of that, they, it's been drawn, but it made the cutting room floor before it ever made TV. Oh, it shows him getting killed. Yes, they actually did animate it to where <laughs> it does like a quick scene of like, a, they've just, they discussed it whereas a, he turns around, screams and you see it like POV style goes straight toward it mm-hmm. and then like... Like the conveyor belt. Yeah, yeah. Or like you would see the POV of it kind of heading toward you Yeah, and then it kind of cut away to be seeing like his feet being drug in see, with, with like the chink chink like See, that. I thought that's what it implied when I watched it on uh, Hulu. Oh, oh, it did. But, I think so. But all they... All oh, they, they, do the, they do the silhouette of the shadow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. he gets shocked. He's like, what the huh. fuck am I wearing? And he turns on, tink, tink, tink. Yeah, and basically it... it yeah, you see the shadow come across his face of it raising up and him going, uh-oh, and then it immediately just cuts to Luann and Peggy, and that's all that happens. Originally, I was going to see the shadow, uh-oh, clip to the POV, one more scream, and yeah. then you see just like bloody feet being We're going to kill in. this motherfucker, and you're going to watch. Yeah, so it would have been only like another two or three seconds of animation, but... I love, I love Hank, he's hanging out with the guy, and he's like, Hank, I want you to check out something, and it's like his big pig... Yeah, that's walking. He's like, that thing is like a record fucking like thing is fat as fuck, and like it falls over. And Hank's like, oh, it <laughs> fell over. <laughs> All the meat fell over. <laughs> yeah, so I really like that one. And uh, right after that was Megalodale, where Dale oh, is yeah. hired to exterminate Megalomart because uh, they're told it's a rat problem. Or this something. is where Hank uh, he recommends Dale. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the problem. Them. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem because he's not sure if he should recommend him and. What was it? That was uh, he thought it was a ferret at first, mm-hmm. and then he released a cobra. Mon- oh no, a mongoose! No, no, at he, some released, point. he released the cobra, and then he released the mongoose to kill the cobra. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's what it was. <laughs> He's yeah. like, "You did what?" <laughs> and that's the only reason series. Hank gives a shit is because Hank's reputation is on the line now because it was yeah. his recommendation. That's why him, Bill, Bill, and Boomhauer all suit up. Yep. And then eventually Dale's just like, it's Chuck Mangione. He's living in here. And they're like, Dale, no, they have a rat problem. They have whatever it was. It's a small critter problem. We can fix this. It's not Chuck Mangione. Yeah. And uh, yeah. oh, yeah. And the uh, the two guest stars in this one. Topher Grace and um, I can't name Johnny, Danny Masterson. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Eric and Eric and Hyde. Hyde knew. <laughs> Before Hyde went nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. That's right. I forgot about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. So no, his brother and sister are still doing good. So, <laughs> so I, I dug this one. And I thought it was cool because it was one of the few times Dale gets Dale gets his moment because he was right. Yeah. It actually was Chuck Mangione. Yeah. He had them all like tied up like yeah. a fucking yeah. 
uh, yeah. what do you call it? Hostage. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> well, what do you call it? Uh, oh yeah, a hostage. Yeah. I lost <laughs> that's, that's what you call it. I'm like, like the whole time, like I'm old. <laughs> he's like, I love like Bill and Boomhauer joking. He's like, you thought it was old Chuck Mangione, and then Chuck Mangione starts playing the music, uh-huh. and it's like, what is that? What is that? He's like, Muzak, just. Music. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> He's that like, man, cool I gotta one. go to fucking was it three hundred and twenty stores a year, man. I can't keep up with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh the episode after that one, honestly, kind of forgettable for me. It's still a good one, but Boxing Luann. Oh, I love those one. This has got George Foreman. Yeah. And Frida Foreman. Mm-hmm. And George too. <laughs> <laughs> All the Joneses. Yeah, but this one's kind of weird anyway. I mean Yeah. Almost like utterly forgettable, other uh, than it's this a is like This is where we meet Strickland's brother. He's played by Bruce Dern. Yeah. Um, who comes in because he owes money. Mm-hmm. And they decide to do a half-ass uh, uh, Digstown situation. Yeah. Yeah, where um, we're going to do a bunch of fake boxing. And then Luann gets her fucking hopes up. Yeah. And it's all because she's being kind of sexually harassed at college. Mm-hmm. And, like, just... She's playing nobody. She's fighting nobodies. Yeah, and and it's all set up anyway. Buck Buck is building her up, and then Buck has to explain to Hank, "Hey, man, look, these are all fucking laid back bitches. Like, she can't fight Frida Foreman. Yeah, she's gonna get her ass. She's gonna get fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I love. <laughs> yeah, which I love because it's all Peggy. Yeah, still, she's like Frida Foreman. You ain't nothing if you don't fight my niece. He's like, I'm gonna fight her." And then I'm gonna fight you, old boy. <laughs> oh, girl. <Yeah. laughs> He's like, old. Oh. <laughs> I was just trash talking. <laughs> it's like you stupid bitch. He will fuck you up. But but, but but like those guys, those same guys from the college show up, mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm not some fucking piece of meat. Basically, he's like, and they start rooting for her. She's yeah. like, because they're like, oh no, it's she's not just an object. She's like, fuck yeah. She's she went toe to toe with Frida Foreman, one of yeah. the fucking female middleweights mm-hmm. that was a champion at that time okay. because because Muhammad Ali's daughter was fighting and okay. uh, Joe Frazier's daughter was so fighting. This is the next generation was yeah. just coming up. Yeah, but it was just like they, they had daughters that fought. Yeah. yeah. And she was proud of her. Hanky was proud of her. He's like, you went toe-to-toe with the real boxer. Yeah. And um, you didn't win, but you were in the fucking ring, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Alex and I were talking about this not too long ago about how uh, in these later seasons they started giving uh, the characters kind of, you know, um, out yep. of sorts scenarios like Luan boxing, mm-hmm. things like that. Well, you gotta get, like at this point, I see them giving the other characters more a little bit more depth, especially people like Luan, yeah, because they're going to build her up later on with Lucky, and uh, we need to know a little bit more probably about Beal and Boomhauer. Mm-hmm. We have we have some idea of what they're like, but. We also get a lot more uh, development on other kids other than just yeah. Connie and uh, Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it expands the universe just a little bit, yeah. which is nice. Uh, the problems are set for the time. Mm-hmm. It's no longer just some redneck hick family in the sticks. Yeah. Yeah, a million-dollar baby was the thing at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of one of those, like you, know, you said. If you've ever seen that movie, that's a fucking yeah. heart wrencher. It's a good <laughs> one, but it's sad. And after that, we have Vision Quest, where John Redcorn is worried about how Dale is uh, raising his son, and uh, so he takes him on the Vision Quest, and Dale is the one that sees the Vision and well, believes is, he's now is, a Native American. Epi- yeah, this is one of the episodes where I really hate John Redcorn. Yeah. Because John Redcorn, keep him, like, let's, 
imagine if we had met this man mm-hmm. and Dale was one of our friends. Yeah. We would fucking hate that guy because oh, he yeah. Yeah. fucked that dude's wife. Mm-hmm. For Granted, years. she's a bitch too, but he still fucked the dude's wife. Yeah. And now he's coming to Hank like, hey, he's becoming a certain age. He's like, well, first of all, motherfucker, you're <laughs> not his... You're his father. Yeah. But you ain't his daddy. Uh-huh. There's a, uh, a, a big difference in this. Now, you could give some advice to Dale. Hank could give some advice to Dale because he's not mm-hmm. a great father, really. Yeah. But still, you need to back the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like the vision quest, I love the vision quest. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I had a vision that Joseph needs to kill the panda. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what the fuck is your problem, man? It's Dale. <laughs> yeah. He gets put away for a reason. I am the white buffalo. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's all I remember really from that episode. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it kind of went he has nowhere. A dream, he has a dream where uh, uh, Joseph is picked up by a bunch of other animals or some shit. Like they're mm-hmm. And uh, what's his name? He ends up having a vision quest. Bobby. Bobby has a vision quest where there's a giant panda. Yeah. On like the Tonight Show. <laughs> or no, or no uh, Hollywood Squares. He, he, that's, his, that's his vision quest. He, he's a, he, he thinks he's a giant panda. Why are they both pandas? <laughs> no, because they're going to a panda exhibit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> in Texas. Yeah, so again, that one just kind of went nowhere. They tried sneaking in to kill the panda. Joseph is like, no, I can't do it. And they're like, you're right. Let's get the fuck out of here. And this is kind of how they ended. Yeah. Mm. Yep. After that, this is all one capital song about Queasy Rider. And yeah, it's the one where uh, to fix their uh, strained mares, they go uh, try out the biker life. And but and they meet uh, real bikers, and they get, AKA Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, <laughs> as the uh, doctor, and then uh, Jennifer Aniston as uh, Pepperoni Sue. Yeah, well, the whole thing is uh, Hank's riding in the back of the motorcycle well, the whole time, right? Yeah, no, get, if, if, and on the way back because the whole point was. She's like, hey, I could drive. He's like, no, I, I think I can keep going. Mm-hmm. And they're going through, like, Wyoming, Nebraska. Like, they're going to Sturgis. Yeah. Dude, they're going through a lot of fucking states from Little Arlen. Um, and he tells her. He straight up tells her. He's like, well, I can't, pig. He's like, she's like, why the fuck not? He's like, well, you know what they call that seat. What seat? The back seat. And she's like, you mean the back seat? He's like, no. And the bin. The what? Uh-huh. It's called the bitch seat. Yeah. You know. And you see, Peggy, it's called riding bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's like they get there. She has a scuffle with them. His glasses get knocked off, and they get ran over by a fucking little scooter and all that shit. Yeah, yeah by a little, by a little motorized yeah. cooler. <laughs> little motorized coolers. You ever seen those? Yeah. Yeah. Motorized coolers. It takes jabs at that whole biker culture, too. Yeah, it does. Um, but the whole thing was they were having trouble with their marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, Hank wanted to go see um, the Houston Texans yeah. training camp because Dallas was kind of shit then. Yeah, and he's like, "I've got you. Hey, I, I decided to let you come." He's like, "She's like you." She says, you "Oh, you decided, decided motherfucker? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Another decision without me telling, without me knowing." Okay, I bet you bought me a jersey too. He's like, "Uh, no." And he's like, "Hey, how's the jersey?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, "Oh my god, it's all Dale's fault too," because he tells him about the fucking relationship counseling mm-hmm. and he, the side plot is that fucking treasure map that psychiatrist draws <gasps> oh my god yes and Dale's just trying he's, to... he's digging holes in his fucking yard and he finds a cat that he thought ran away oh that's <laughs> right it's, it's, it's dead in the fucking yard <laughs> and he's like he's stealing different ones from different people he's like jumps over the couch yep. 
<laughs> yeah, so I, I thought that was a good one. But then, like, it was one of the few times where you see Hank um, kind of drop it after a while because he has to ride bitch on the way back home. Yeah. But then he winds up enjoying it. Like, he embraces her. Like, he, he genuinely puts his arms around her waist and, you know, and hugs her, you know, as he's riding, you know. And, and, and she's like, oh, my God, look at the deer. He's like, I can't see. And she's like, I'll get you closer, you know, and little small stuff like that. So he, he saw that he could put himself back a little bit and still be okay yeah he had to uh his masculinity is so fragile that it has to get uh you know moved around sometimes didn't they get lost at some point no they don't get lost okay i thought they did at some point yeah they see she sees like hey hey look at that deer he's like i can't see and she fucking hauls off off road and goes off road so you can see it yeah because he doesn't have his glasses on yeah all right then after that we had board games and this where nancy peggy and men run for the school board and basically just try out oh yeah they all fuck each other other. easy easy thing uh let's nominate peg let's nominate men let's nominate nancy it's all a fucking clusterfuck yeah everybody switched out voters Uh and stuff like that stealing voters and then in the end the christian lady wins yeah Yeah. someone we didn't even really get rid of sex in the entire time gets rid of sex in (laughs) that's basically all that happens yeah it's a very it's kind of a lackluster episode not much going on except for them bitching at each other with with so many other good episodes we've talked about so far this probably is one of the lesser ones yeah trying to give more depth to uh nancy and uh men probably in this war, we find out that uh, no wait, that's later on that uh, men had an affair too. Maybe. Or Peggy. Mm-hmm. Or Pe- I think it's later on. Yeah, there's one episode where Peggy threatens um, men, men and Nancy. It's like I have dirt on you, and I have dirt on you. Yeah, she fucked somebody from Strickland Propane. Yeah. Sorry, I, I was just uh, looking at a weird little note on this, but yeah, the uh, the next episode after that was an officer and the gentle boy. Yep, this is where it goes to uh, Fort oh. Burke. Yep, goes uh, to military school. This is yeah. what we were talking about earlier. So I found this interesting. It says, "Note the sole episode of the series does not feature Johnny Hardwick, hmm. which was the voice of like Dale and all that." So I guess what it was saying is that he wound up not doing any voices in this episode hmm. i don't think i don't recall like dealing that episode that much at all so mm-hmm. he probably was just not in yeah it. the soul yeah the he probably doesn't do any other voices because he does multiple know. voices yeah he'll do uh voices on uh in intercom in the school or something yeah. like that or uh megalomart the, uh yeah. announcement or, and things like that yeah. yeah yeah i read that right the sole episode of the series to not feature johnny hardwick so yeah i guess that would just mean like the one episode in the whole series yeah. he didn't do anything on yeah huh but yeah, he gets, they send they send Bobby to military school. Yep, it was the old cotton spot. Yeah, Fort Burke, man. He, and Hank could not get in. Yeah, and, but Hank, but they allow they let him in. It's fucking yeah. hilarious. And then it winds up being you know uh, a regular school. a new age. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. New age, completely age. different from Cotton's experience. Mm, yeah, and Cotton was not happy about it. Well, see, let's talk about that a second. I made me a combat bow. A what? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So, so we can kind of you know fill in the dots here you know it winds up not being what cotton thinks it is he comes in somehow takes fucking charge and somehow gets the dude fired and immediately gets himself hired let's not even think about that can i keep the chair yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then throws bobby in the hole and he comes out and the big sticker of it was uh when bobby's walking in with the kids they were like how'd you last so long he said i saw some very inspirational graffiti in there and it said like cotton hill four days and then bobby hill seven days or something like that so with that in mind was it really as bad as cotton kept saying or was it maybe always like that i believe it was 
worse. It had it had like you know, it was worse back then. But was but, it but though? For, because he kept, him, because he him, kept talking to Dub as it was going to be like you know he spent so much time in the hole and all that, but Bobby spent longer time in the hole. Than well, it's, he it's, did. It's, it's, it's a mental capacity thing, right? Cotton said people went crazy in the hole. Of course, people go crazy in the hole. It's fucking isolationism. You know, it, it doesn't work. Yeah, it makes you go crazy. Right. He could only take four days of it mm-hmm. before Cotton says, "I can't do it." Right. Bobby's mentality, though, being an entertainer, being someone who could take something like that mm-hmm. and make it enjoyable, yeah, almost because he he doesn't need stuff. Mm-hmm. He's a comedian, you know. Yeah. He, he can he can make his own jokes. And, and plus, he, like he said, he was like, "I hibernated. I slept. Yeah, he <laughs> slept a lot." But like, he could handle that. Yeah, if it was a little bit longer, maybe maybe he would have gone nuts. But that's it's just a different mentality of like we can do stuff our parents can't do right I, my, our parents can do stuff we can't do i was know? thinking that too it was like maybe yeah. it's generational thing yeah it's, or it, maybe that's it, what they were implying it comes with age yeah you know because cotton didn't have the same home didn't have the same home life as fucking bobby did Mm-mm. he went to the fucking military at like 13 yeah yeah so there was a reason he went to the military at 13 obviously his home life was shit yeah <laughs> it, just, it just made me think about it though because uh, Cotton's been proven to be an unreliable narrator in the past. What's yeah. talking about like his war history? And I think stuff, this part so. was probably true because okay. by the time he would have to go to like that school in like the 30s, so I imagine the 30s school was pretty hard knocks. Yeah, yeah, you're right on that one. <laughs> yep. And then we got the miseducation of Bobby Hill, where he winds up working at Strickland Propane. Such a good episode. And learn some bullshit from Joe Jack. Yeah, he becomes <laughs> like the top salesman for the day. Yeah, for like month. It was a whole month of extra- grill extravaganza mm-hmm. and. Hank gets sold to Thatherton for a day God. for 20 bucks. <laughs> Strickland is the biggest piece, piece of, of shit. shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Strickland sent me over here to give, uh, to bring you back over and give uh, uh, Thatherton his $20. He's like, $20? Hmm, that must be the first installment. And I know, and it's, and it's like, fucking like, Hank, man. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Get to see, uh, Joe Jack kind of get more screen time as yeah. these seasons yeah, he's, progress. He uses magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bobby uses lies. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he short talks mm-hmm. people. In a, and then the whole time Hank made one sale but it was the big one. Yep. To save everyone's ass. Yep. And basically it just in retrospect with, with what he described he probably in real life money paid Strickland's bills for the rest of the quarter. Probably. Yeah, with, with that uh, one and thing he signed up for. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a campground. Yeah. I've, yeah. Also, I've, I've long thought about what uh, Hank's salary is. Probably about 45000 there, there, there was actually a YouTuber that broke that down. But for that time, probably about 32000 Yeah. And with Peggy just being a substitute teacher and... Whatever grift she's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, say, or was it uh, real estate and not yeah. flipping any houses? Hank, yeah, but... Hank's like, the breadwinner. By the time Bobby's out of high school, their house got paid off, so... Probably. They're probably making quite a bit of money because they were able to buy a motorcycle. He's able to do crafts, craft work. Yeah. Where did those... Where the fuck did he put those coffins? <laughs> where <laughs> the never found fuck out does about he put that. half the shitty builds? He built an Alamo beer can out of metal. Yeah. He, when he did, he probably sold that motherfucker for a cool grand. <laughs> you know, they, everybody forgets that shit. It's like, oh, remember these nice-ass things he makes? He sells them. Yeah. Because he fucking can. <laughs> yeah. Because he knows the seven practices of craftsmanship. <laughs> is that is that silk? Yep. Yes. With felt inlay. <laughs> mm. Mm. You sewing? 
like a pussy. <laughs> I am doing seven, one of the seven. I'm doing upholstery. Thank you. <laughs> I will fucking put you in this coffin, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll kick your ass. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> well, my favorite thing though is like, even though Dale was the first one to shoot off and be like, "Are you sewing?" and Hank was just like, "No." Is the and then boom, right back at him. He's like. So is that silk? Is that, is that, is that, is that felt with uh, with a silk inlay? He's like, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. After that, we have the good Buck. It's when Buck becomes a born-again Christian. Thanks uh, to the, Mary Lou Anne. Thanks yeah. to them Lou Anne's beautiful old titties. <laughs> Basically. This, 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 this he saw you, the light of day. She does, a, she does a poolside Bible study. Yeah. Just in a bikini and shit. I love Gustavo. He's like, I got Jesus on my chest. And he's like, and Bojo's like, that's not Jesus, that's Rob Zombie. He's like, shut up. <laughs> he got a tattoo of Rob Zombie on his chest. <laughs> yeah. So Even this, Lane Prattley gets in on that shit. Oh, God, yeah. Th- this one was a weird one, though, because it's like, they even get, though it was funny, it had like a... It's weird. It had like a little bit of like that you yeah. feel get, to it. They get engaged too, don't they? No, he tries to he tries to marry her. Yeah. Oh oh and she's like, oh, oh no, but you're, you're old. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Buck totally misread. He was thinking, Ooh, yeah. daddy issues girl. No. And it's well, just like, like no. he, he also thought like, Oh, she's she's helped me. Maybe she can mm-hmm. love me. He was kind of like That's not uh, how that works. He was kind of like sixty forty on the Christianity and not being a piece of shit anymore thing. Yeah, well, he was changing around. He didn't drink it much, and, and business was going good. He was actually on the floor selling shit. Like, yeah, he was doing good. He was doing like he's supposed to. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the uh, the B plot on this one is uh, Bobby wanting to get away from a uh, running track, and he winds up hanging out In with those old ladies uh, with the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always like that one because Bobby just getting along with like the older community because he is just such a. Ham. Well, the whole time he's like. Edith, uh-huh. did you talk to the doctor about that thing I said? It's like, I oh my god, I love it. I just love eating it. desserts Bobby and shit is like the that. Best. He is just Bobby the best. Is the best. <laughs> yeah, so that was a pretty good one, uh, but a little bit forgettable. I th- honestly, I kind of like the Bobby parts a little better. Me yeah. too. And uh, after that was that I never promised you an organic garden. I love this episode. That was a good one. Yes, I love this episode because it's all about there's a there's a there's a garden on the side of the football field that's blocked. And it's we had something like this in high school. Like mm-hmm. I took horticulture, animal science, all I took all these vocational classes. Get and I really love like shop the shop episode. Yeah, this episode, anything that involves like a school activity that they had a vocation. Mm-hmm. I fucking love these episodes because I'm like I've been in class with these dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like there was the goth girl who had to take the class because she needed a science course. It's like, yeah, you, you you know how hard horticulture really is, bitch. Like, you know, you got, we have we had to do we had to do. A, a landscape draw we had to make a blueprint of a landscape oh wow and break out like fi- a file of how we're going to pay for it and how we're supposed to sustain it that was my horticulture one class and how old oh, were you damn. i was 15 jesus <laughs> it was beautiful right <laughs> wow yeah but yeah i drew i drew a fucking garden basically yeah like how to do it. and how to sustain it how to and then Horticulture too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you need to plan out a basically a uh, four fields and how you're going to rotate them and mm. what you're going to grow. Uh, percentage of precipitation, irrigation. So uh, that's some shit. Pesticides. I, and shit. So that's some shit I actually worked on yeah. one summer. Yeah, like you have to know about crop rotation and shit. Like yeah. some of these things are hard to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I saw this, I'm just like, 
we had the greenhouse. We had all this. Sh- oh, we had yeah. special rules mm-hmm. tacked up on the fucking wall that we had to. Uh, we did organic stuff. We did the organic stuff like yeah. we do. Um, we just did crops. Yeah, we did. Um, oh, what are those fucking flat? Uh, fucking four years of vocation. I can't remember the goddamn name of it. <laughs> uh, those flowers poinsettias that uh, they yeah. sell at Christmas. Yeah. We grew those. Oh, okay. Those are actually poisonous, aren't they? Yeah. But they're, they're, be- they're, they're like felt leaves on those. Mm-hmm. And we sold them. Yeah. Our whole school made money constantly. Yeah. I built deer stands in one year. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. For like 75 bucks a pop with Damn. ladders and like two people could sit in it. Oh, shit, yeah. Out Fuck of yeah. steel. Yeah, out of steel. Out of motherfucking metal. Oh, I was saying that was a steel. Yeah. But like we, I sold one to my cousin. Everyone sold at least two. Yeah. And that's 70 bucks times... 30 kids times mm-hmm. two so that's how much money we made for our one class so like the whole point of having vocational classes was to make money for the school yeah and i just love it that we made more money that one year <laughs> in vocational classes than the fucking football program because <laughs> our football team sucks <laughs> but no nah, i mean i just think like that whole mentality of you know oh we're going to keep the school up we're going to do this mm-hmm. we're going to do that and then the whole part of this but then story. peggy fucks it up yeah peggy fucks it because she puts pesticides in. Yeah. yeah and she makes a well beautiful. because she thinks you get you can't keep the organic garden good yeah because they're like the techniques are hard yeah if you want something nice you gotta work hard for it that's mm-hmm. the whole point of life and she's a dumb bitch <laughs> <laughs> so like you know use coffee grounds to keep away slugs use your fucking hands and flick some fucking bugs off yeah pour some beer to keep away other fucking, like just simple tricks mm-hmm. and hank's out there He's showing him. He's like, yeah, we can do this. Yeah. He's a competitive man. And he takes pride in everything mm-hmm. he does. Which, and plus, he looks at it. He's like, this is food. He like, he's yeah. like, and he cares and, about and the, the football food, team. And the food's being ate by the fucking football team. Uh, and yep. that's why he also cares. He's like, oh, this is good food. They need to eat good. Let's make and, sure they do this. And it's a project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Bobby, when they bring up all that fruit and uh, vegetables and stuff, holy shit, it's like a big bounty. He's like, yeah. and even the coach is like, good job, Hill. And Bobby's... Bobby's prideful of it, and mm-hmm. Hank's fucking like, hell yeah, yeah. My boy's keeping this motherfucker alive, yeah. And Joseph, <laughs> yeah. and Joseph, our native son. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And after that, uh, we had too true, uh, too true to be your fool. <laughs> to or, be true to your fool. Yeah, be true to your fool. I can't fucking read today, Jesus. Yeah, it's where uh, Bill accidentally infects Hank and Dale with the uh, the headlines. The backstory. Yes. This is the backstory that Hank's got a giant tattoo on the back of his skull. It says, Bill. Bill. <laughs> yeah. They go to a, I love it, they're in a honky-tonk bar that's right beside a punk bar. Yes. yes. And, they, and Hank just wanders over. He's, he's like, got to know where to hold him. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> He's even yelling at the band going like, play the gambler. <laughs> and the punk rockers are like, man, fuck you. And they, that one dude throws a punch uh, and Bill just being fucking the uh, Bill Dozer. Yep. Out, of, out of boot camp. Even stronger than he was as the Bill Dozer. Uh-huh. Catches that fist. He's like, come on, brothers. I th- I think we're, had a, uh, what was it? What did he say? I think we had a misunderstanding, friend. Uh-huh. And he like twists that fucking fist. He's like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's holding like four guys and like he's telling Dale, he's like, hey, get, get Hank out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I'm just like, oh, man, that's, yeah, Bill in his prime, man. Then he would have been the alpha. Hank, it wasn't Hank's, for the for the placebo. <laughs> yeah, placebo. But yeah, then Hank stumbling Walters. on across a little later. He's like tattoo, and Bill was up. Boom Howard's just like, oh no 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 no. And he's like, this right there across my chest, big old letters, B I L L Bill. He's like, this man paid for a tattoo. I know, that's the thing. That that one thing bird as fuck. 
I was gonna say that that is so incorrect too, and yeah. that's the one thing about me. You watch like those little episodes, shop things. I watch tattoo centric things, and I go, "That's bullshit." Because if you're drunk, you can't get a tattoo. You yep. can't get a tattoo if you're drunk, and, and you shouldn't get a tattoo when you're drunk because you'll bleed all over the fucking place. Yes, exactly. your blood is thin. It's the worst you idea. Mm-hmm. You remember that when oh, we get, I know. When I we know. get drunk and shoot guns, and get tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny fucking paycheck or some yeah. shit. <laughs> Johnny, <laughs> and it's just. <laughs> yeah, so, so that was the one reason I'm just like, this is such bullshit. They, he might keep your fucking money, but he's not yeah. gonna, you know, want to make Texas in the 70s, yeah, <laughs> or so. the early 80s, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. So I thought that was a funny one, and then uh, Bill finds this place in prison, uh, like yeah. among the crazies. He, he, gets, he gets, less, uh, gets arrested for uh, petty crimes. Yep, and has to do like. Feeding the uh, mailbox some beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's basically doing some because he finds out uh, uh, Hank got it lasered off or whatever, yeah. or oh, Hank regretted it or something yeah. like that, and that that he's like, yeah. Any small take... little thing to send Bill Which over I the fucking understand. edge. Like I understand Hank getting drunk and getting a tattoo, but forgetting his head was shaved, right, and not feeling a horrible pain like a sunburn in the yeah. back of your fucking skull because you know you, you've got some tattoos it, it really does feel like the next day you got a fucking sunburn yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what it feels like that's what the tattoo feels like after you get it it feels like a like a light sunburn mm-hmm. and Hank just didn't notice it yeah mm. <laughs> he must have been on a bender. I forgot about that. Mike Judge never got a tattoo, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like the wrap up uh, or, I love Hank trying to get arrested yeah. He walks into the convenience store, takes off the shirt in front of the cops, and they're just kind of like looking at him, slurping on their drink. And no he's shirt, like, no purpose. Uh, he's like, eh, that's more of a store policy. It's up to yeah. him. And the guy just looks at him and he goes, that's my boss's policy. I really don't care, dude. You do you. <laughs> but then, like, all this other stuff, like jaywalking, all no. that. But getting in his car, doing that slow tap, that slow creak up right next to that cop's car, barely taps it. All of a sudden, next to him, slammed up against the fucking wall. You scrapped my bumper sticker, you son of a bitch. Was a cop had like a his kids like terrific kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You scratched my kids' bumper sticker, you piece of shit. Oh fuck, you about to get a fucking beating? That's Harlan cops keep it real. That's Hank going hardcore, just tapping on a fucking cop car. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I like how he gets his uh, cellmate to give him the tattoo again. He's like, oh, and then shows up the bill, and he's like, oh, it looks great. I like the little smiley face above the eye. He like looks over at the guy. And he's like, <laughs> just gives him a thumbs up, like, hey. <laughs> but uh, and also, I would have loved a cutaway of like when Hank came back home, being in jail all day. Oh, Peggy, and he's like, Peggy, I was in the cans. She's like, yeah. He's like, let's go to the bedroom. <laughs> I've been gone a whole fucking day. I've been gone a whole night. Okay, <laughs> we're going to get naughty. Yeah. But but is it, well, with all of Bill's faults and how annoying he can be, there is a certain amount of endearingness to him because like well, that, when that, he got released... Well, like it's... Well, it's like he got released and immediately they're like, you can go home. He's like, no, no, I'm waiting for a friend. Yeah. And he just sits right back down. And it's just like, that's that's kind of sweet. But he can take it way too fucking far. Yeah. yeah. He can because, well, you got to remember, it's like watching like uh, like a wrestler decline. You know, this guy was... Oh, God. He is like the movie The Wrestler. But, uh, he's, yeah. like any, he's like any wrestler almost. He's like, he was the upper echelon. Yeah, you're the top guy. You're, yeah, you're it's like fucking, Jake the Snake Roberts You're the bulldozer. Like you know, you are the big fish in your small town and he went he got knocked down to being the smallest and 
that I imagine that psychologically is fucking terrifying. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, one, one of the uh, one of the ones I liked after it because uh, I liked uh, his show that was also on Fox. Uh, this episode, Racist Dog, featuring Bernie Mac. I share a birthday with him. You what? I share a birthday with Bernie Mac. No hey, shit. Used to. Used to. And <laughs> and Ronnie Dangerfield. Oh no shit. Damn. But no, I, I loved the Bernie Mac show. Your dog is racist. <laughs> yeah. Lady Bird's just barking at him. Mm-hmm. Bites him. Bites his leg. Oh, yeah, that's bites right. Bites his pants, remember? Mm-hmm. He doesn't hate, he doesn't hate Bernie Mac because he's black. He hates him because he's a repairman. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Hank feels threatened by him. Well, Hank gets called a racist by everyone. Yeah. Yep. It's just like, even I don't Dale. hate black people. I just hate repairmen. <laughs> yeah, even Dale calls him racist. And Hank's just like, I want to kick this little motherfucker's ass. Uh-huh. No, because Hank's got to fix him himself. He doesn't need a fucking repairman. I'm roll you like I roll these credits, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but God, I, uh, kind of side note on that. Do y'all, did y'all watch the Bernie Mac show? I did. I watched, I've only watched maybe a couple episodes. And the whole The whole show is based off. Uh, him raising his sister's kids, yeah, which is a real, uh, real life thing. Mm-hmm. He and, he raised his sister's kids for a while, yeah, and, and that's why the show was really good and kind of had that genuineness to it because mm-hmm. you could see the look on his face on sometimes. And you know what, man, I actually want to go back and rewatch that show because it's on Netflix. Is it okay? Cool. Because there's little moments I'm seeing in my head. I feel like that was the black live action King of the Hill. Could have been. Yeah, because there was because you had because well, well, he has a cut he has those cutaways where he's talking uh-huh. to the audience. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, yeah, you, you could argue that it's that uh, boy ain't it's right like a black kind of scenario almost. Yeah, yeah, maybe uh, a family so. dynamic. Version. Yeah, yeah, you're because right. Because you ever watched the Kings of Comedy with Bernie Mac? Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. With, uh, that's what I loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, that was filmed in Charlotte. That's right. No it was filmed at the Bojangles Coliseum. Oh shit! I forgot about. You're right. You're right. Oh, but, uh, that was like 2002. Yeah, long time ago. But the, his whole his whole skit, his whole uh, performance was about raising them motherfucking kids. Mm-hmm. He's like, now Charlotte. He's talking to Charlotte as a tale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, this little girl came down my stairs and looked me up and down like I was in her fucking house. <laughs> so I was just like, yes, that's so fucking good. But like, he was so funny and mm-hmm. like, you know, rest in peace. Right. But you know, he was a solid funny man. He oh, was in the was. movie called Mr. 3000. Did you ever watch that? I did. I remember that's that a fucking one. funny movie. Mm-hmm. He played baseball. I never watched that one. Oh, it was funny. But yeah, so good episode, and like I said, I remember, I remember when this episode was new because again, watching the Bernie Mac show and then seeing the crossover thing, and yeah. I think that was one of the first times I became really aware of network crossovers yeah. because this season had that '70s show crossovers and Bernie Mac crossovers, and both of them. Brian had- Cranston shows up in the episode. Yes, he did, and they were doing Malcolm, Malcolm in the Middle at the time. Yeah, so uh, there was a lot of people kind of hopping over and doing guest voices on the show. Huh. You, know that, you know that dude doesn't remember none of that shit. That is so oh, Frankie Muniz. Yeah, yeah that is he so remember sad. None of that shit. Did really? you know that? Yeah, he, no. got, he, he uh, had an accident or something. Mm-hmm. Forgot he, like half his life. No, oh, he, wow. he had an accident shortly after the whole uh, Agent Cody Banks movie. He so did. that long ago. Yeah, yeah it Holy was. Shit. It was like shortly after Malcolm in the Middle wrapped up, and he did like a few like Hollywood movies. Mm-hmm. And shortly after that, like like Chris said, got in a real bad car wreck and like fucked his brain up like to the point where Brian Cranston like he he was like a real MVP in the thing. Like he showed up like weekly to like see him. And oh, he, he said he like uh, the 
other boy, the other Masterson, mm-hmm. Danny Masterson's yeah, brother, yeah, yeah. his older brother. Mm-hmm. But he said, like Brian Cranston said, like working on that show, he treated those kids like they were his kids. Yeah, and he was very upset when he heard about that. Mm-hmm. Happened yeah. to a guy I went to school with. He got in a terrible car accident. He oh, yeah. doesn't remember shit, dude. I felt bad for him. He didn't yeah. remember his parents. He didn't remember the people he graduated with because he graduated before me. Yeah, I was like, hey man, how you doing, man? How you? He's like, uh, did you go to West Tyler? I was like, yeah. He's like, I don't remember any of that. And I talked to some buddies of mine. They're like, "Hey, man, yeah, he's he's done." Wow, he worked yeah, like he could work whew. and stuff. But like, like Frankie Muniz is back to work. He does like producing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but all that basically everything aside from like he said his like early childhood and teens. Outside of that, he does not remember. But basically, like all of the Malcolm in the Middle stuff and Agent Cody Banks and any of the Hollywood stuff he did, he said tiny blips like here and there. But like he genuinely does not remember making Malcolm in the Middle. He remembers vaguely faces and kind of being around it. But he said he did not remember the show at all. That's crazy. Like I how love do you, that show. It was so, so fucking good. good. That's just got to be like a shame. Like you were the lead in a yeah. successful you were a star TV America show for yeah. like a while. And uh, you for don't a good like. Two or three years. That was a hot show. Yeah. My dog Skip. Yeah. <laughs> Skip dead. <laughs> On down to the last couple episodes here. We got three more. We got Night and the Deity. This is the Dale Grove episode. Yes. This is where he meets uh, Janine Garofalo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is this the female exterminator that kind of like. I'll give you five bucks if you can tell me your name. Mm. Not you. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'm probably not going to get it. I have a dollar. <laughs> You know how I am with the dollar bit. Is it Darlene? Nope. Mm. Can we give them the uh, initials? SR. Shelby Ray? I don't know. Shelly Ripkin. Shelly Ripkin. Ooh. I think I deserve that dollar. I That's incorrect. Shit, it's Shelly Ripkin. Uh-uh. What is it? Sheila. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh see? But that, that would have been an air. If he had said that, I would have gave him five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that would have been an air on fucking King of the Hill trivia. <laughs> Y'all better be coming ready. I was gonna say we both would be terrible at it apparently. <laughs> oh I know, right? Oh, this is gonna be fun. But no, I love that one. And again, the fav- my favorite one is the her talking about the mating call thing with the... <laughs> the roaches. Then, yes. And then like after he like rejects her and like a total cool fashion because he's like, I love my wife, you know, all this other stuff. She like walks away and he's like got his back turned. He's like, you know, I think you should go now. You know, like total like pimp moment. Just being like, I think you should go <laughs> kind of thing. He just turns his back, you know, and just lights a cigarette. A real dove starts cooing in the background. He's like, turns around. He's like, Jesus woman, can't you take a hint? Well, a, and then that- sees the bird. He goes. You heard me. I love my wife. <laughs> even, uh, even Nancy gets jealous. Yeah, oh, I know. Because it's, she's like she's on like, paper, it's Dale's dream girl. Or yeah. you know, to us, it would seem that way. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is his dream girl. And, and he's she's, like she's, making fun of her because he's like, "Oh, can you go pick up the you know this caulking spray or whatever?" And like Nancy doesn't know what it is, and he's like, "Ha! She yeah. doesn't even know what the yada yada was." And it's like. She's not supposed to, man. She's a meteorologist. But anyway, she goes goes with him on his on his job, and he's he's blowing this up gophers. What you do? He's blowing up gophers in a fucking baseball field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boom, boom. He's throwing pipe bombs and holes. She's just freaking out. <laughs> this is what you do. I know. I love it. That's some Caddyshack shit. I was about to say, it's Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I love 
I like how Dale came home. He was just like, you won't yeah, believe this girl. Home. He's like, yeah, I'm home early. Yeah, we, we saw some crazy stuff. Would you believe Sheila was coming on to me? Can you believe that? <laughs> and she's like, no. That's, that's when I would have loved like a full 180 turn on Dale. He's like, did you know I would have left you and John Redcorn's son? Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. He just like take his glasses off and look at her, like with his beady little eyes. <laughs> I've known this whole time. Tell me, tell me, like Dale in a wife beater with no glasses and no hat, just looks like a Klansman. Oh, he's no, Oh, they, they've animated that, and it looks scary as fuck. He looks like a Texas racist. <laughs> After that, we got Made in Arlen, and that's oh. when Consmon or Leoma, Leoma. <laughs> comes to town, and Bill falls in oh, love. Oh yeah, you gotta throw this away. I didn't like it. Like they should have kept too. her. They, they honest. The reason I didn't like it is they had a genuine good connection because Leoma saw Bill's faults immediately. She saw how sloven he was. Yeah. She saw all the bad sides of him. Yet she still saw a good in him, but she also saw a. She's a, from the old school a mm-hmm. little bit, a working man without a woman. Yeah, and she held that in high regard, not his like his sloppiness, but she basically saw, oh, you need someone to clean up around the house because you don't have a woman of your own. Yeah, and he pays her, mm-hmm. and then he pays her with sex. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate reward. Yeah. This is the only uh, woman in. The entire series that kind of you know sticks around with Bill for a minute, right? Yeah, other loves than, uh, other Bill. than uh, other than uh, the Texas governor. Yep, <laughs> and Richards, and Richards, and Richards. Richards. <laughs> Richards had a thing for Bill Dotry. Those might be the I only love, two, right? My favorite, my favorite yeah. part of this episode is just Colin going, oh, I know, <laughs> and having to accept it. I would love to have that just as a ring tall from work. It's like. <laughs> Hey, what is that? <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. Sad con. <laughs> Sad con is best con. <laughs> oh, my heart. What, what about manic con? Manic con's scary con. Yes. <laughs> We're going to put robot arms in the grill. Huh? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what the fuck? With power propane, Hank. I'm in. <laughs> and you know what? I think we may have underestimated this uh, season. This was—I think this was a good season because it even ends with the witches of East Arland. Oh, it's uh, what's his name from uh, Bob and Show? Uh, David Cross. David, David Cross. Cross. That's right, dude. That dude is hilarious. Yeah. You remember his name in the show? His uh, his character name? Or should I save save this? Mm, hold Cap, on. don't you dare look it up, you motherfucker! I see what you're doing. Mm. Put your phone away. <laughs> you cheating motherfucker. I was, look, I, was up, I was just looking up the B plot. Uh, sure you were. <laughs> you cheating bastard. It's not Artemis. It's close know. to that. It's like a stupid fucking name. It is. It is. But they say it only a few times. Yeah, because he's got another name. Uh-huh. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Not off the top of my head. Cap, you got it? Uh, I don't know. David. <laughs> Ward. Yeah, Ward. <laughs> but his magic his name. Forget his magic name. Oh god, yeah. I wish I could remember. I'll save that one for trivia. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. I'll save it. What they have to drink? Uh, pigs blood, dog blood. Well, they. Oh yeah, they. I, I remember now. They had to get uh, dog's blood. I thought they couldn't get it, but no, they could get it because one of the guys' moms worked for a vet or some shit. Which yeah. also think about that. How did he obtain that? Either A, the vet just has dog blood laying around, and that's fucking weird. No, this is for blood transfusion for a dog. Yeah. 
if you're a vet. Yeah, I guess he wouldn't have that. Yeah. I love the fact that he goes to Ward's house and looks. Hank goes to Ward's house looking for his son, and the mom's like, he ain't here. Mm Mm-hmm. But I am. And it's just like, uh, oh, shit. Hey, you could throw it to some strange. Because <laughs> you know why? Hank, Hank fucks. fucks. <laughs> no, Hank, Hank's normally the victim in those scenarios. Yeah, yeah he is the victim. The he lady sexually cop. harassed. Like, yeah, the, the lady cop, cop too. The cop. Cops can do no wrong. <laughs> no, no, I, I love how uh, he tries to get Bobby into, like, playing cards. But Bobby gets into tarot cards <laughs> what of course bobby does remember they went to like a there was like a thrift thing mm-hmm. what did hank buy a large uh like bulk tube socks mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go to his tube sock guy and he was worried that he was trying to get bobby out the door because uh he's like if and now if the if tube don't guy get there. brings us a dog he's gonna want to leave early because the dog's gonna get hot yeah. and i remember he was like trying to talk to bobby and giving him like five bucks being like buy something and he's like with fanning the-, the dog yeah and he's like yeah. it's not even that hot <laughs> <laughs> no it's such like little stuff like that that goes a long yes. way Oh, and to say they oh talking about the little ship, uh, the small joke of uh, when they're all sitting at the Whataburger and uh, someone does like the fucking fire magic thing where he like opens his hand and a little fireball shoots out and you hear someone like off in the distance go, "What have I told you boys about doing that in here?" <laughs> and he's like, "Bertram." <laughs> oh yeah, no. we don't do that in front of the regulars. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh god! But yeah, honestly. Oh, so uh, if you noticed, did you notice that one guy kind of looked like Boomhauer? Like a little bit. There was like a Boomhauer bastard running around. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's not the only time we see uh, the the old. Um, um, oh yeah, when they go to snipe hunting. Yeah, when they go camping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the first, Woo, that's, like the, that's like the first season, right? Yeah, first second season. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking funny. A lot, a lot of Boomhauer bastards running around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be surprised. There has to be. Yeah, but yeah, for seventh season, I still think this was still. Oh, but pretty back, up back there. to the episode real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it when Bobby finally realizes he's like, "You guys are fucking retarded." <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm sorry, but I'm, this is too much for me, y'all. It's <laughs> like I want nothing to do with what y'all are doing right He's like, now. Fine, you must see, you must uh, taste my magical powers. It is like he's like, you guys are fucking losers. Basically, and then look at he finds those jocks first. He's like, yeah, we saw him about casting my foot into his ass. <laughs> and Hank's just like, ah, oh, shit. Oh, he's a nerd. That's, just, that's so asinine. That's me. <laughs> oh, God, Bobby, did you drink dog blood? No. No, no I'm not that crazy, Dad. <laughs> but yeah, seventh season, I still think they were on their stride on this one. There, there were some really solid episodes, especially in retrospect, watching the later seasons. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. This, this one still feels like the original, you know, kind of dynamic that it came with. Yeah, maybe a little bit more slapsticky, maybe a little bit more absurd, but mm-hmm. not too far out there yet. The characters are still written within character, it feels yeah. like. There's still a lot of like uh, tropes from the earlier seasons that mm-hmm. they keep going, like Bobby reads a tarot reading for Bill. Yes. And it's just like, oh, you'll get great riches. And he's like looking at the guy, and he's like, and Bill's like, oh, awesome. And he's like, oh, wait, it's upside down. You're going to get poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill's just the punching bag. and Yeah, always. Well, on to season eight, but on next time on Couch Potatoes. But I've been Alex. I've been Cap. And Chris, do you have a final thought for us on this episode? Hank Fox. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>